0: Hey, everybody, I want to take a quick minute before today's episode to say a huge thank you for listening to the Lifescaping for the Believer podcast. You guys know that this is where we focus on beautifying and enhancing the life that God has given you. If you believe this podcast challenges you or it encourages you or you just want to see more brothers and sisters empowered to become the men and women that God has called them to be, then I want to challenge you to become a partner of the show. Over the next 30 days, I'm believing God for 25 people to partner with the show for just $5 a month and 10 people to partner with the show for 10 bucks a month. When you partner with this show, it helps maximize the reach of every single episode to empower and equip Christians around the world to go out and start making ripple effects in the kingdom of God today. That's what it's all about. For those that decide to do this, I'm going to be raffling off one of the famous Tony Evans Study Bibles that is equipped with over 150 detailed teaching videos that you can access by QR codes embedded throughout the Bible. You're also going to get access to over 40 various articles and 50 lessons on Kingdom Living. Guys, the list goes on from there. Click the link in today's show notes if you want to become a partner today, and please be sure to drop a review of the show before you leave. I love you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the broadcast. My name is Dylan Stevens, your host for the Lifescaping for the Believer podcast. Now with everything that's going on in Russia and Ukraine and the response of the world right now, I wanted to really dive in to a topic that's pretty close and near and dear to my heart, especially as of recent because it's what's taken my relationship with God to another level in the sense that my sensitivity to the spirit has been increasing daily because of the choices that I have been making. And so I wanted to, to make this episode about how well to how to practically hear the Holy Spirit and what it looks like to walk with the Holy Spirit. Because I think what frustrates Christians the most is the listening factor, and receiving factor from the Holy Spirit. Because receiving salvation by the blood of Jesus is rather simple. It's simply receiving the, the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross and believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth that He is Lord and He is faithful and just to forgive you. Now, many people know, well, those that are Christians know that salvation is pretty self-explanatory. But what happens after salvation when it comes to walking and keeping in step with the Spirit? Things somehow get muddled up and confused when in reality it is rather simple. And so I really just wanted to open this up and talk about practical ways to walk with the Spirit daily. Now I am a firm believer because I know for a fact that it's, what's, it's what breaks It's what breaks you loose as a Christian and sets you free. And man, it just, it allows you to operate more clearly when you practically walk with the spirit. So number one, when it comes to walking with the spirit, a practical way is to understand probably the most foundational doctrine for any Christian. And it's this walking with the spirit must start with knowing the word of god do you actually believe everything that is written in that book that we call the bible do you believe it's the infallible word of god do you believe that it's the beginning and the end do you believe that the word of god that 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 everything else will fade away, but the word of God lasts forever. Even God himself in the scriptures say that he honors his word above his own name. So what better place to start to get to know the Holy Spirit than what has already been said and what you believe is is true? If you believe the word is true, then it's important that we know it, correct? So that means that we need to crack open the Bible and actually read it. the best and really the only place you can start when it comes to knowing the Holy Spirit is reading the word. Letting the word saturate your life, saturate your mind and saturate your your um, operation center, like the, the way that you operate. And, you know, a good example is to look at the life of Joshua. Very profound leader, very close with God, heard from God regularly. You have to remember, Joshua is the one who led the Israelites into the promised land. And under his reign, they they were never defeated except for one time. And when they were defeated, he knew exactly what to do to get them back in the right posture with God and get them back with God on their side and get them back into right alignment. And he was a very strong leader who walked closely with the Lord. Why? Because in the first chapter of Joshua, God gave him a command. Meditate on the Word of God day and night. Let it not depart from your lips, and things will go well for you. Success will come to you. Now, walking with the Spirit, we have to remember that in both Luke and James... The scriptures say that you don't receive because you don't ask. So the second practical thing to do is to simply ask God, ask holy or excuse me, ask your father in heaven who gives generously for the Holy Spirit to fill your life, to fill your mind, to fill your body. And he will do it because God does not withhold giving. Now, as I say that, the next question that I get asked the most often or that I encounter the most often, and is actually one that I asked quite regularly several years ago, was okay, I ask for the Holy Spirit, but why can't I hear him? You know, and then you start to convince yourself, well, I believe he's here because the word of God says so, but why can't I hear holy spirit talking to me why can't i hear the direction that i'm supposed to go why 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 is why do things feel so unclear and frustrating sometimes and why do i have so many questions well here's the here's the bottom line with when it comes to why can't i hear holy spirit the first thing i want you to understand is that the holy spirit is not the wind it's not pixie dust it's not the breath of god no the holy spirit is a person it's the third person of the holy trinity the father the son and the holy spirit the holy spirit is a being is a person who operates through you now if you believe that then that then that gives you the the uh, refreshing view that you can walk beside the Holy Spirit hand in hand with the Holy Spirit constantly with you not just popping in giving you wisdom and then vanishing right that's not how the Holy Spirit operates it's not it's not like you pray 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 the Holy Spirit appears answers your question and then disappears until the next time you need him the Holy Spirit is one that you walk with daily talk to receive from offer to I mean the Holy Spirit is it's a communion ground it's where you're you're constantly being being in you're constantly in front of and around holy spirit and so get the mindset that holy spirit is always here and i just simply have to receive from him so going back to what i was saying a minute ago that one of the most common things that gets asked to follow that is okay well i i ask for a holy spirit i ask the holy spirit to come to fill me to speak to me but it still feels muddied like i just why is it so hard to distinguish his voice and elisha from the bible had a very similar problem where he was asking the lord where are you and then he would listen and he heard the thunder then he looked in the earthquake, then he looked in the mighty rushing winds, and then he looked in uh the I think the lightning. He just he looked in all the, the phenomenons that God is known for. But the Holy Spirit, here's the, here's the here's the next practical thing that I want you to write down is this. Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He will never force his way uninvited into your home, into your life and into your heart. He won't do it. Why do, you think, why do you think that Jesus separated salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Why are those two things separate? Why aren't they just unanimous? Boom, you, ask, you receive the blood of Jesus, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit drops on you right then and there. Now, for some people, because they ask for both of them, they get both of them at the same time. But I know that when I was when I received salvation, I was so naive in understanding the Holy Spirit that I couldn't walk with Him because I had no idea who He was or how He operated or, or what His desire was for me and how He... I didn't know any of that. So in asking for the Holy Spirit, the next practical step after asking for the Holy Spirit is to then move into a place where you recognize that the Spirit is always around you. And that is that comes through faith. Because, well, what does is, what is, what is Hebrews 11, the very first verse in Hebrews 11 say? It says, Faith is the assurance of things unseen and the evidence of things... Wait, excuse me. It's Sorry. Hebrews 11 one says, Faith is the substance of things to come and the evidence of things unseen I think I'm getting one of those words wrong hang on let me just let me just say it let me just look at it real quick all the way to Hebrews I always get this verse backwards for some reason don't ask me why it's just one of those verses faith shows the reality of what we hope for and it's the evidence of things that we cannot see the reality of things hoped for so you're praying for the Holy Spirit after you pray, do you start asking questions like like why can't I hear him or you know, do you sit there anxiously or do you or do you just confidently say thank you, Lord, that you hear me. Thank you that you're here, Holy Spirit. Is your faith position to to believe that Holy Spirit is walking with you and empowering you? So, with the practicality side of this, I really want to hit on this because this is where this is where Holy Spirit got real in my life. And this this is where I saw Him show up more and more. I know I'm bouncing all over the place, but the truth is there's just so much to talk about. And I didn't really script this one on purpose because I just wanted it to flow by Holy Spirit. So, honestly, one of the most practical ways that you can hear the voice of the Lord is by quieting everything else that comes into your life, that that speaks into your life, you have to silence those things. If you don't, like I said, because Holy Spirit is a gentleman, He's not going to battle for first place in your life. He's not going to fight that fight. It's your responsibility to seek out the gifts of God like gold. It's your responsibility to seek those things out, which mean you have to quiet everything else around you. What does it say? Um ah, shoot, what book is it in? I can't remember the book, but in uh, for Elisha, God came and sent the Holy Spirit as a still small voice. Many people know that scripture. The, there's so much more to understand of that than just the spirit speaks softly no it's that everything else had to be silenced imagine imagine 10 people talking and one of those people is whispering everybody else is a mixture of normal conversation yelling some might be a little bit quieter you you won't be able to distinguish the still small voice you won't be whoever is whispering you're not going to be able to know what they're saying you can be in the same room you can be right next to them it's still going to be hard to know what holy spirit is saying what is the still small voice saying but if you start to push those other things out of the room get them out of the way so that you can actually focus on what holy spirit is saying And backing it up in the Word, remember, everything has to start with the Word. Know the Word of God, what the the Word says about Holy Spirit, what the Word says about who He is, about how He operates, about how He encounters, about how He is moved, about how He operates. Ask for the Holy Spirit. Simply just ask. In, In faith, ask, and you will receive. That is a promise, and that's backed by believing that the word of God is actually true. It's actually true. So if you believe it's true, then when James chapter 4 says, "Why do you not receive?" is because you do not ask. Well, start asking for the Holy Spirit. Make it a make it a part of your daily prayer life to ask for the Holy Spirit to come. After you ask, the next practical step is to believe, is to actually put your faith in that corner. And whether you feel it or not, to actually believe that holy spirit is there and that one of the biggest parts of faith and belief is praise when you can praise then you know your faith is positioned there because praise has to come from a place of of confidence and from a place of of belief i can't praise something and i don't believe in praise always comes from a place of faith so if you want to know if your faith is real look at your praise says in Isaiah that God sits enthroned on the praises of his people. Why? Because that's the evidence of their faith. And so it's so important. So start praising and start thanking God that Holy Spirit is present in your life. Is present all around you. Is walking with you. It says in Galatians to keep in step with the Spirit. All right? And then the next practical step is for you to, to separate your life from things that are too noisy. If we, even if we look at the life of Jesus, how often was he withdrawing from crowds, from his disciples? I mean, literally the disciples in his life that he was supposed to be mentoring, he literally would run from to be with the Father, to hear clearly from the Lord, to commune with him, to praise him, to intercede. All of that had to take place by quieting everything else around you. By, by, by shutting down the loudest things in your life, whether that's work, relationships, your spouse, your kids, whatever it is, there has to be time for you to shut those things out to be able to focus and hear clearly from the Lord. If you're not setting that time aside, then like I said, Holy Spirit is never going to battle to be the loudest voice in your life. It's your responsibility to listen to Holy Spirit and to do that, you have to, you have to quiet everything else in your life. Why do you think fasting is such an important aspect and a foundational aspect for every Christian? Because you're literally picking things up and taking them out of your life, namely food, which oftentimes can be the loudest thing in our life, especially in America. <laughs> but anyway. So that being said, I want to run through these practical things again. And I want you to start to put these into practice going in to this weekend. Make it a, make it a priority. Start with, start with one thing that you can actually implement every single day out of these practical things. Okay, Practical thing number one. Read the word of God, especially when it comes to Holy Spirit. Operating in the power of the Holy Spirit, you have to know what that even means. what are the gifts of this that the Spirit offers? What does it mean to be baptized in the spirit? I mean all of these things could be episodes in and of themselves, so since I don't have time, I'm just going to stick with saying, "Read the Word of God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. so if you believe the Word is true. Then you'll believe that when in in the book of Luke, Jesus says, Ask from me, from the Father, and you will receive. Because God loves to give good gifts to his children. So I read the word of God. I believe the word of God. Just like he told Joshua, meditate on it day and night. Do not let this word depart from your lips. and, And you will have good success. You will have good success. And I will be with you says the Lord. So you read the word, you believe it. Ask God, ask your Father in heaven for the Holy Spirit, for an outpouring of the Spirit, for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. When you ask, do not doubt. So you read, you ask, and you believe. Read, ask, believe. And believing simply means having confidence for the things that you hope for. So if you're hoping for the Holy Spirit to fill you, then praise the Lord that He has filled you because you know that God loves to give good gifts to His children. And finally, separate things from your life that that are louder than the Holy Spirit. Now, are you going to be around noise in your life? Clearly. Obviously, Jesus was around crowds. He was around his disciples who were asking a million questions all the time. I mean, you know, so I'm not saying that you have to be a hermit. What I'm saying is make it a priority to withdraw to simply be with the Father and be with the Holy Spirit, to receive from them. The Holy Spirit has gifts he wants to give to you. Your Father in heaven has gifts he wants to give to you. And if you're, if you're, if the busyness of your life overwhelms that, then you're never going to get them because he's not going to, he's not going to shove a present down your throat. You have to sit with him, receive it and thank him for it. And then finally, keep in step with the spirit. Read Galatians. I really encourage you guys to read Galatians. It's such a good chapter when it comes to the spirit. There's gems in there that are wonderful. Keep in step with the spirit. It means that those things have to be on repeat constantly keeping in step with the spirit means go back to step one read ask believe separate keep in step and those are your practical ways for walking and hearing the spirit for hearing the spirit and walking with the spirit and that's it it's a short and sweet episode tonight but i can't i can't tell you what a game changer it was when i started to, to link those aspects together of what it looks like to hear holy spirit and walk with him five practical keys to walking with the holy spirit and hearing his voice read the word of god believe that it's true ask your father in heaven who gives good gifts believe that you have received it then separate yourself from the things that are too loud And finally, keep in step with the Spirit by going back to step one. Heavenly Father, I thank you. Even though it was a shorter episode, it is so vital for us to see the big picture of what it looks like to put first things first. Thank you that the Word of God feeds us and keeps us full. Lord, I pray for a fresh outpouring of the Spirit on every listener. Lord, I I pray that a desire to read the word of God pours, just rises up in every listener. That they can't get enough of what you have to say about them and what you have for them. Lord, I pray for a desire for the deeper things of Christ to be revealed to every listener. That the Holy Spirit would show themselves... Father, I pray you would highlight things in every listener's life of what they need to separate from, maybe for a season, maybe indefinitely, maybe just for a moment, to be able to sit and and be with the Holy Spirit and receive, to praise and receive. Father, I thank you. I thank you for every listener. May these words rest heavy on us. And we ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.